This is Off The Ball Breakfast. Where do we go from here? Got to go back to the drawing board and it's four more years. Four more years. Four more years. What's next, Alan? Where do we go from here? Subscribe to the Off The Ball Breakfast podcast on the Off The Ball app now. The Football Daily on Off The Ball. You're listening to Tuesday's Football Daily with me, Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. The Republic of Ireland are in Women's Nations League action this evening with a spot in Group A potentially up for grabs. They face Albania in a Group B clash in Skoder from five o'clock. If results tonight go their way, Eileen Gleeson's side can secure promotion with two games to spare. They will need a win against the Eagles and hope that Northern Ireland can avoid defeat at home to Hungary. The girls in green beat the same opposition 5-1 in Tala on Friday night and Gleeson wants the players to continue to play with an attacking mindset. We want him to play with freedom and we want him to take the risks and not be afraid to take the risk when it's on. So, you know, if there's a little bit of caution, we're just saying be brave, go for it. This is what we're, we're, it's your game, take it to the opposition and be brave in the moments and don't be overly concerned about making a mistake. Um, just let it happen and then we'll see the performances and eventually we'll see the learning then. And just finally for me, um, obviously, look, a brilliant to win at home, but it'll be a different kettle of fish now when you go to Albania tomorrow night. Um, what do you do to keep this unbelievable momentum flowing? Yeah, I mean, we don't have to do too much to motivate the girls. I mean, they're they're very motivated. Um, we want to get the win tomorrow. We want to have a good performance from the start to the finish of the game. Um, we want to get three points. We want to top the group for... UEFA Nations League. We want to get to to the Euro 2025 qualification. So it's not too much that you need to do to drive that message with the girls. So yeah, we we just have to help them, you know, to put that into action. And the, the, it's the girls on the pitch, and it's their performances, and it's it's them that's getting the the results, and you know, giving people a good a good spectacle to watch. England head to Leuven this evening to take on Belgium in the second of their Women's Nations League doubleheader. The Lionesses, who need to top the group for Team GB to qualify for next year's Olympics, won 1-0 against the same opponents on Friday in Leicester. Boss Serena Wiegmann says she's told her players exactly what she expects from them. What I want to see at least is the same energy and intention of the whole team and the togetherness. And uh, what we said, in possession, get, get it to the next level, especially in the final third. Here at home, Shamrock Rovers manager Stephen Bradley has accused Cork City of showing a lack of respect for the league champions. Having won the title on Friday night for a fourth year in a row, the Hoops played out a nil-all draw with City at Turner's Cross on Monday night. However, the home team didn't provide a guard of honour for Shamrock Rovers before the match and Bradley voiced his displeasure with Cork's decision. I thought it was really, really poor from Cork. I thought it was uh, a total lack of respect. Um, Yeah, I thought it was really, really poor from them. Elsewhere, Lionel Messi won the men's Ballon d'Or for a record eighth time last night. The 36-year-old helped Argentina to World Cup glory in Qatar last year. His international teammate and Aston Villa shotstopper Emiliano Martinez won the goalkeeper award at the ceremony in Paris. Spain's Aitana Bonmati won the outright women's award, finishing ahead of Chelsea's Sam Kerr and her Barcelona teammate Salma Parayuelo. Republic of Ireland captain Katie McCabe came 22nd in the vote. Bonmati was instrumental in in winning both the World Cup and the Champions League this year and after accepting the Ballon d'Or Femina she paid tribute to her fellow nominees. Congratulations to all the nominees. All of them are great and inspiring footballers. 
As role model, we have a responsibility on and off the pitch. We should be more than athletes. Keep leading by example and keep fighting together for a better, peaceful and equal world. Merci. Real Madrid and England midfielder Jude Bellingham won the Copa Trophy for the best young player in the world. Football writer Jonathan Wilson joined Off the Ball Breakfast this morning and he firmly believes that Bellingham will win a Ballon d'Or at some stage. I, I think he's an extraordinary talent. I think he is one of those who clearly is a bit better than the rest. Um, I, I mean, from an England point of view, it feels a little bit like the build-up to the, to the Cricket World Cup in 2019 where... England having spent pretty much my entire lifetime being quite rubbish at one-day cricket, um, having some near misses, not really seeming to play the same game that the rest of the world played, suddenly clicked into gear, had some really good players, we were beating good sides on a fairly regular basis. And it, just as you start thinking, oh, hang on, this, we, we might do it this time, suddenly here's Joffre Archer, an absolutely world-leading talent who can fit in as well. And it, it feels a little bit like, I mean, obviously there's more challenges in football than there are in cricket. It feels a little bit like that now that the England national team, after years of being consistently rubbish, you know, talking up for heartbreaks, you know, under Southgate, have suddenly started winning games at major tournaments in a way they, they didn't used to. And then, yeah, they, they, they get Bellingham as well. Um, France probably still have a stronger squad but yeah I, I don't remember talent like this in English football ever really um, and it's in some ways it probably helps that he's not playing in England that, that some of the pressure is deferred you just sort of um, yeah, find out on the Saturday night or the Sunday night oh Bellingham scored another two goals he saved another game for Real Madrid he's you know he, he's he's uh, getting all these amazing headlines in, in Marker um, so yeah, I mean, barring injury or something, I, I, I think he is very likely to win the Ballon d'Or at some point in the future. It's looking like the 2034 World Cup will take place in Saudi Arabia after it was left as the only remaining bidder. Australia had been expected to rival the Middle Eastern country, but pulled out of the running this morning. Its FA said it explored the opportunity of holding the tournament before deciding against it. FIFA's deadline for declarations of interest is later today. There are two last 16 games in the Carabao Cup this evening. Mansfield Town host Port Vale while Exeter City entertain Middlesbrough with both of those games underway from a quarter to eight. Newcastle boss Eddie Howe is grappling with a lengthy injury list ahead of tomorrow's League Cup match against holders Manchester United. Striker Alexander Izak, defender Sven Botman and winger Harvey Barnes are among those ruled out while midfielder Sandro Tenali is serving a 10-month ban for gambling offences. Howe says it shows how quickly he Things can change in football. You can have a, a game where you lose one or two players and, and suddenly the outlook on the squad and the, the, the sort of dynamic of the squad changes. But you just have to roll with the punches. You have to absorb the hits. And finally today, Queen's Park Rangers have appointed Marty Ciafuentes as their new head coach. The Spaniard takes over from Gareth Ainsworth, who was sacked by the championship side this weekend. Ciafuentes comes in from Swedish top flight side Hammerby. QPR are second from bottom in the championship table. That's your Football Daily for Tuesday. We'll be back again tomorrow. Take care. The Football Daily on Off The Ball 103.9.